Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Hey, Doug Turnbull here with a little mini installation of our traffic podcast. Smile Mark McKay is away this week. He and I are actually going to upload a little bit later right before the end of the year our little year-end wrap-up with jay black jay does a fantastic wsb 2016 show where he pretty much initiates all elements of the radio station or includes them in different roundtables to sift through the biggest stories of 2016 as heard and uh, on wsb news 95.5 and am 750 wsb he'll have that up on wsbradio.com and playing throughout the holiday weekend starting on christmas eve so listen for that it's a three-hour show and you can hear it in different pieces on and off throughout the weekend but in the meantime, we want to throw something up here on the web just so you can have a good listen about some innovation that's going forward right here in the city of Atlanta. We talk so much about construction and so much about Braves traffic, and it's nice to have something refreshing. And we've heard a lot about driverless cars. Mark Aram's written about them a lot in the Gridlock Guy column. You've seen headlines here and there, and even some bad headlines, like how Uber's had to discontinue their program, at least for now, in San Francisco. They wouldn't give them the licenses they needed. So look, Atlanta could be on the cutting edge of this thing, and you're going to hear from Faye DeMassimo, who's the head of her new Atlanta and the manager of Atlanta's T-Sploss, which they just passed the half-penny sales tax increase for that. She's uh, overseeing a big project along North Avenue that could soon, as early as next fall, see autonomous car testing. So listen for that and some of the other great things that they're going to do to try to improve safety and congestion first of North Avenue and then elsewhere. And there's a pretty big distinction that North Avenue is going to have as well as far as getting some extra funding and attention for this project. So listen to all that right here. And of course, uh, hit us up on Twitter at WSB Radio. You can follow me at Doug Turnbull or Smiley Mark McKay at at WSB. We'd love to get some feedback from you and try to make this a little better as we head to 2017. So here we go. My interview at City Hall on Thursday, December 22nd with Faye DeMassimo right as people began their holiday exodus on the roads. All right, here with the Renew Atlanta leader, and I'll let, let her say her proper title here because she, she's earned this title, and that's Faye Massimo here. We're at City Hall, downtown Atlanta. Everybody's about to make their exodus for the holidays, and what I want to talk to you about is how people may be making that exodus a few years down the line, and that's driverless cars. I think when a lot of us think of driverless cars, we think of someone that works high up at Google or Elon Musk or someone like that driving around Silicon Valley, and... Then I got I get a little bird planted, my, or you know, a little birdie told me that that the government was actually planted for these and has some pretty cool initiatives all the way down to the local level. So, City of Atlanta brought you on back in the fall of 2015, and you're the person that I got referred to uh, to talk about this. So, can you tell us what City of Atlanta, Fulton County, State of Georgia is doing to prep one of the busiest metro areas traffic-wise around for these kind of vehicles? Absolutely. Um, we have a really exciting opportunity here in the city of Atlanta. We have identified, along with our partners at the Georgia Department of Transportation, um, as well as MARTA, Pont City Market, North Avenue. 
Um, North Avenue, as you've probably traveled it, and many of your listeners may have traveled it, you know it's a highly congested corridor anchored on one end by Georgia Tech and on the other end by Pont City Market. Yeah, I got stuck in that, and they had the lantern break. It took me an hour to go from Tech to Pont City, so yes. I understand. <laughs> so what we're doing with the Renew Atlanta Bond Program, and this is really kind of where we started, was we looked at that corridor and said, what can we do to improve congestion? And looking at the accident rates in that corridor, what can we do to improve safety? So the first thing we did was work on the Renew Atlanta side of that and decided that this was really an optimum corridor. And we did this in conjunction with our partners at Georgia DOT. A prime corridor to do is a smart corridor. That is, it's a corridor that where the signals will be smart, the lighting will be smart, we'll have um, the markings and so forth and the pavement sensors and so forth that can help make sure that that corridor operates as efficiently as is possible. And then uh, we said, well, you've got a corridor that's equipped like that. The next thing you do is it's a great place for an autonomous vehicle demonstration or pilot. So we put in for a request um, for interest. Um, so we've got had an RFI that went out recently. We got 13 proposals from around the world wow. um, to host a an autonomous vehicle demonstration there. So while we're working on the Renew Atlanta bond project, which includes resurfacing the road, improving the lights, both traffic signals and regular lighting, um, restriping the road, putting in what's called bike ped detection at the crossing with Beltline as well as at the MARTA station that's right there on the corner, um, putting in bike ped detection. Then as we move that project forward, we're also going to be selecting a vendor or a team that will be hosting the autonomous vehicle demonstration when we cut the ribbon on those improvements in September. Then parallel to that, I mentioned earlier that we weren't only looking at improving congestion but improving safety. The city applied for a Safer Roads Challenge um, opportunity. And what this is, is it's a collaboration of some of the real technology, um, highest technology uh, companies around the world and certainly in the United States that are all dedicated, IBM, Ericsson, AIG, they're all dedicated and uh, dedicating their resources to helping improve the safety of the traveling public. We applied for that. We were the only North American site that was selected. There were three selected from around the world, one in Spain, one in China, and us, and it's for North Avenue. So we've just concluded that effort, and it's different because it's not, it's an analytical effort, but it's not analysis that's what you might typically see in a, in what you've um, always seen in, in a DOT about levels of service and yeah. accident rates. What they did was they really drilled down into the data, and we looked at it in a completely different way. And so it's looking at it to be predictive and predictive of very specific kinds of things, even to the hours and those kinds of things, so that we can now begin to do things, inter intervene in a way that we improve the safety. And autonomous vehicles is one of those things. For example, a lot of rear-end accidents in that corridor, and that's because the traffic flow is not always very smooth. People get impatient. They're driving distracted. The autonomous vehicle doesn't do those things. The light finally turns green and you floor it. That's that's what you Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. A little bit of that on the way here, yes. Or you look down to maybe change the radio station and look up and there's the bumper, yeah. right? So As soon as I start talking to WSB, click. As, yeah, let's hear some music. Yeah, exactly. So so, <laughs> so in any event, we, we were, we're very excited about that. So we've got North Avenue that we've selected for Renew Atlanta improvements, modernization, and smart corridor. Then we've got the autonomous vehicle demonstration that we're going to host there along with that. Then we've done the safer roads 
uh, challenge and have just, like I said, just gotten the results of that and it's been phenomenal. And then on top of that, the U.S. Department of Transportation, because as I think you mentioned earlier, this the interest in autonomous vehicles and how that can play a role in improving our safety nationwide is very high at the national level. And so they've just put out a proposal request for USDOT, what they're called proving grounds. So places that would be willing to host autonomous vehicle activities in a way that the, the safety can be studied, the, um, the data can be collected that helps to deploy this much in a much more robust way across the country. We've put in for one of those. So we're going to keep our fingers crossed and hope we get that. And then, because we're doing things really in this corridor and in Georgia, um, in Atlanta particularly, um, in the city of Atlanta that no one else is really doing, uh, we were just invited to um, come out and present um, along with a, a very distinguished panel at the Consumer Electronics Show um, with AIG and others um, to talk about what we're doing in North Avenue and why it's so different than what anyone else is doing. And so how do you interact that with the Beltline? I heard you talking about just a little while ago, obviously motor vehicles not on the Beltline, but you talked about some bicycle tie-ins. I think you used the term PED crossing. Protection. What is that? Um, that's to make sure because this is a corridor that we look at all users in a corridor. So you've got pedestrians, you've got transit patrons, whether they're getting to the transit station or whether they're already in the bus um, or train if it's a train, um, the um, vehicular drivers um, and so forth. So what we're doing is we're, and the cyclist. So we're looking at all of those users and determining what are the things again that we can do to optimize everyone's use of that corridor and improve the safety overall of the corridor. At the key areas where you've got a lot of that kind of crossing activity, bike ped detection will enable people to cross more safely. It will know when they're there. It'll trigger the signal, whatever that might be, to allow for them to cross safely and hold the light long enough to make sure that safe passage occurs. No, no we're pressing the little yellow uh, button on the side of the light pole then, right? That, 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 that may still be a part of it in some cases, but at some of the bike ped detection areas, it would not. Okay. And so what is an autonomous vehicle demonstration? I mean, I could make something up, but what, I mean, how would that happen, especially if there are other cars on the roadway? Sure. Um, the, um, I recently went to Pittsburgh to see the Uber Uber has an autonomous vehicle uh, demonstration site up there and was able to participate in that and it's really quite interesting. They um, selected a situation where the road conditions aren't that great, high traffic, a lot of pedestrian activity, narrow roads, and that's where they're working and demonstrating and developing these technologies along with Carnegie Mellon. Um, and it's interesting when you ride in one of the cars, you know, it's constantly doing things, frankly, that I'm not sure that, that the typical driver does. It's always paying attention to everything that's going on. It's taking in so many data inputs. So it detects a pedestrian, it slows, it sees that someone stopped in front of it. It's, it very smoothly moves around it. Um, it knows when the signal has, you know, is changing and slows for that. Um, it's, it's, um, it's, a, it's a really, you know, very good experience. So what we're hoping to do is to take that same kind of thing and demonstrate that on North Avenue. North Avenue is a very good place to do it. For, uh, it's, a, it's a straight, you know, fairly straight route. Um, it certainly has both congestion and safety issues, so you've got some problems there to solve. Um, but you've got all of those different kinds of uses that we just described, um, and you're able to um, 
what we what we envision that it would be is perhaps it, it could either be a car vehicle or perhaps even a shuttle vehicle think about the pont city market shuttle that goes back and forth what if instead you had an autonomous vehicle that went from georgia tech to pont city market and made stops along the way and was able to read the traffic read the pedestrians know what everything that was going on around it and operate in a very safe efficient way and so would that demonstration happen during rush hour or would they block the road off to just have those vehicles or will it be one autonomous vehicle and then everybody else and maybe they're not even realizing that there's a driverless car near them? I think we haven't determined that yet. As I said, we've just gotten in those um, requests for proposals that we had asked for. We're looking at those now and determining, you know, everybody gave us some different thoughts on how they would approach it. Um, and so we've got to finish and conclude our evaluation of that before we can answer those questions. It seems like, okay, DOT and Atlanta, Georgia, when I talk to people, get so much flack. The, the first thing they say is, we didn't build MARTA enough. We didn't do this. We didn't do that. But then you actually go and you, you talk to some people. I went to, right before Election Day, went to one of the public forums they had to try to encourage people to vote on the SPLOS to, to expand MARTA, which did pass in the state of Atlanta, the, the half-penny sales tax. Uh, so Atlanta's really going after trying to make MARTA thing and trying to bolster MARTA. And then you got the autonomous cars, and you've got other traffic issues that we're not even talking about. How, as public officials, do you drill down on Is there one? Do any of these take precedence over the other? Or are they equally, de are officials equally deployed to handle those? I think, I think what's really key to that question is that, you know, probably for a long time we've used predominantly one tool in our toolkit. We built roads, and there were cars on them bridges, cars, um, and roads. So now what we're really doing, I think, is um, one, with technology is advancing at a at the most incredible rate every day. I was telling some of the staff here the story the other day. I said, 20 years ago, I carried a bag phone. Most of the young guys here don't have any idea what I'm talking about. I carried a bag with my phone in it here. 20 years ago, I carried a bag phone. <laughs> now, you all don't even want a laptop. You want to do everything right here. Mm -hmm. You know, you do everything right there. Um, and so technology is, is, and now the speed at which that is happening, at, at which technology is advancing is like this. So I think it's us catching up to technology. I think it's us making sure that we're using every tool in the toolkit because I think the transportation systems of tomorrow are going to have to use, they're going to have to meet the, the needs of lots of different users, different markets, um, and so transit is still extremely important. Roads and bridges are still very important that are in great repair and well-maintained and operated. Um, our signal systems are going to become even more important because they're the We workers. get so many complaints about those of the city, by the way. <laughs> well, stay tuned because Renew Atlanta and T-Splost is going to transform the city's signal system um, over the next few years. So we're very excited about that. The mayor's leadership on that, that's, that's really one of his primary charges to us has been to um, really modernize our entire signal system so um, but I think that for the future we've got to use every tool in the toolkit all modes are important and we've got to find that balance that we really didn't for you know didn't have to and didn't for quite some time yeah, that's again that's like the biggest complaint we get is why do they build so many roads why aren't there MARTA trains or high-speed rail going up the roads and so it's great to see that it's getting expanded out now you used to work at Cobb DOT and recently Smiley Martin McKay and I from our traffic team went out and toured that facility and it may have even i don't know how much it's changed even since you've been there but it's impressive how much they're trying to stay ahead of it so you've seen a lot as a 
as someone who has seen a lot of transportation issues, has managed different transportation entities, what are some concerns you have about the iteration and the implementation of driverless cars? Um, I just I think that the um, the speed at which that deployment will occur, how we integrate that in with roads that are still going to be operating um, manned vehicles. Um, how well our technology keeps pace with those kinds of things. Always you need to worry about with any technology-driven system, just like you even do with your phone or anything now, um, hacking of systems. Um, and so the notion of having to where we'll be looking to invest in terms of the operation and maintenance side of transportation systems, generally speaking, as they become more technology-driven, is going to be on the transportation security side. You know, making sure that somebody can't get hold of your signals, making sure that someone can't take control of the autonomous vehicle and so forth. So those are the kinds of things that, uh, that I think are, um, will be important. I think security will be paramount. Uh, what you're saying is you don't want the robots taking over. That's, I think, can I put you down for, no, okay. So, <laughs> um, is there any, anything else about Renew Atlanta that residents of, of Atlanta have to look forward to? As we talked a lot about the North Avenue corridor. I know there's, this is a big project. That's why I brought you in to lead it. I've, I've seen stuff about MLK and old, uh, other parts of the old fourth ward. The MLK project is certainly, and there's multiple phases to it, is going very actively right now. We're about to uh, be moving forward with a smart carter on Campbellton Road. Uh, we are working on a number of bridges in the city right now, especially in the downtown areas. So over the next three, four, five years, you're going to see a tremendous amount of activity with some of these older bridges right in the downtown, Cortland, Pryor, Central, um, and so forth. Um, so. Uh, and, and, you're, and you should start seeing signal improvements. And I think what will happen is when somebody's going to drive a car, you may not notice the signals are new or the cabinets are new or that something looks different. But what you will notice is that you travel that corridor frequently and all of a sudden one day you go, wait a minute, that, that, that went pretty well. I didn't have to stop and go nearly as much. It seemed a much smoother. And you'll, it'll sort of be, you know, small, small um, increments of change, but you'll see that change and it'll, it'll, I think people will really feel the difference in their travel. In addition, a lot more sidewalks going in. You know, the two, we have a $250 million bond program and we've got 78 million of it under contract. Um, so we're obviously very active out there and ready now. We're getting into that time of the year where weather and temperatures don't work for us on a variety of things. So you'll see a little bit of a slowdown, but not much. We're moving. I don't hear too many people complain when there's not construction, though. So, you know, <laughs> we do have that going for us. Um, as you look ahead, how long is this Renew Atlanta project? Is this something that has an expiration date on it like a construction project would? Or is this an initiative that will continue and then add and subtract programs as it progresses? Well, we are very fortunate um, under the, the mayor's leadership and the tremendous leadership of our city council as well. We uh, obviously the public has a lot of confidence in the city of Atlanta to deliver and deliver well. We have the Renew Atlanta bond program, which we just talked about is well underway. And then starting in the spring, the T-Splice program comes online as well. And we'll be working those programs together um, to make sure that we uh, deliver a great transportation system on time, on budget. Um, to the citizens of Atlanta that have been so um, wonderful to to you know have the confidence to give us that that uh, fraction of a of a penny to do it with and the and the bond proceeds to do it with, the uh, 
Renew Atlanta bond program should be largely complete within about the next um, three to four years. And the T-SPLOS program, which starts, um, it, it starts collection in April, we'll actually see, I think, the first check in May. Um, but it's a five-year program, so um, we, we're going to be busy for the next uh, seven, eight years for sure. That's good to stay busy. I, and I don't want to pin you down on this, but... With driverless cars, I thought of one more thing. You mentioned one more. Okay, so with driverless cars, one more thing. Uh, is that something I know that we talk about a lot in the private sector is people driving them. Is that something that the city looks at as, oh, with it like the Pont City Shuttle you mentioned, that maybe there will be public transportation, maybe smaller than MARTA buses that are like this, that, that could be public transit as well. Um, I think it could be. There, there are um, autonomous vehicles that are shuttles as well. So that product already exists um, and, and could be utilized in the same fashion. Beta Massimo's here. We want to thank Joanna Gaither as well, who's uh, set up this interview in very short notice from the mayor's office. And we just th thank you for anything. Hope you guys have a happy holidays. Thank you. Happy holidays to you as well. Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh, yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. -ba -ba.